Welcome to Story Talking, episode 53. My name is Laksh. I started Launchora, and I now host this podcast called Story Talking, where I talk to a new storyteller every week. Before I get to this week's guest, I want to quickly point out something that we are doing. Um, we are doing, we're hosting, if, so okay, if you're from the New Delhi capital, national capital region area, this applies to you. So anyone else, uh, you can, you know, go get a glass of water, I guess, for the next 30 seconds. Uh, but yeah, keep the phone with you or wherever you're listening to this. So on the 22nd, we're hosting, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're the venue for uh, an open mic called First or Worst, which we're doing with an organization called Sense of Self. So you can see that uh, we're doing that at Launcher's Creative Hub in, in Gurgaon. So you can go sign up for that on our Facebook page in the events section. And you have to publish a story to first be considered to perform, blah, blah, blah. That, all of that is on the playground page, so you can go see that. The second thing that, I will, that we just announced today is that I will be teaching a workshop called uh, How Storytelling Can Change Your Life, which is free to attend for anyone. And I'll be doing that at 91 Springboard at their Nehru Place hub, which is in Delhi. So that'll be happening on September 28th. And that too, you can go to the, our Facebook page or 91 Springboard's Facebook page. You'll, you'll see the event somewhere. And yeah, that's it. Okay, so let's talk about this week's guest. This week, my guest is Sana Saba, who is the co-founder and CEO of a platform called Shuru Art which is uh, something I, I found out about just uh, pretty much right before I, I asked Sana to, to be on the podcast. And I thought it was just such a brilliant idea and such a positive idea to promote art. So basically what they do is they give uh, an online marketplace and, and platform to the student artists uh, at the Banaras Hindu University in India to to showcase their work and to to even sell their paintings, to sell their art, to get commissions. And it's really wonderful. And they also do uh, a program called Let's Start Art with primary school students in Banaras as well. So where they, they go to schools and they, they teach art to, to kids. And it's, it's, it's something that, you know, you guys, everyone who's heard this podcast even once knows that I am all for creativity being being spread far and wide and everyone should develop their creative skills as early as possible so it was it was great to to be able to talk to sana about the work they're doing and then to talk about just her background how she got into it and and basically you know talk about art talk about creativity and how it helps people so uh, i hope you guys enjoy this episode this is episode 53 of story talking with Sana Saba. So I was born in Banaras, but was brought up in a small town called Chunal, which is like 40 kilometers away from Banaras. Okay. So I was there for like 14 years. Right. Yeah. So it was a very small town. My father was a government employee over there. Everybody knew everybody. So that kind right. of uh, environment. Was there... Um... At what age or did you start um, absorbing, you know, 
storytelling creativity Story. yeah where when did that do you have like a memory of when yeah. you were a kid that you were introduced to something that blew you away yeah uh, that's very vivid actually uh, uh, my sister used to write a lot and then she had to move to mumbai for further studies hmm. so we used to exchange letters right and that's where i got into this writing thing i noticed that i'm able to express things really well i had i i love using good words for expressing things right so that's where i found out that i'm passionate about writing it was until uh, my standard 9th we got this uh, like times of india came to our school and introduced to us this reporting student reporter thing right and i i was asked to write uh, about certain things about certain books for their columns so that's where i thought that i could make a career out of storytelling about telling things to others the so do you remember i mean this is you using like you know the indian post system speed post or were you writing emails yeah no 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 emails uh, no old uh, school we did indian post system yeah notepad and everything yeah we used to call it antardeshi <laughs> those were blue yeah, or almost yeah. kind of things yeah so um when was it so you said that that's when times of india came to introduce the student journalism aspect of things did so did you guys start like a little newspaper at school or what what was it that you were uh, doing then no uh, times of india had this initiative where they were willing to you know target the younger generation for right. the newspaper reading thing Okay, so okay. Right, yeah right, it was right. their idea that if people will have their columns in it they will read more newspapers sure sure so our columns used to get published in times of india right and what were you back then what were you writing about like things happening in, in the community uh, no i was nuts about reading back then hmm so my first uh, crush was harry potter of course sure. uh, like yeah. most of the children back uh, at my age so i used to write about those books right uh, that okay. uh, apart from the reading pleasure what else you can derive uh, from those right, books what right. else the take away is hmm. so did you then so what happened um, after school did you you did you went to banaras universities that that's where yes yes uh, right? I, i this uh, times of india thing happened for two years in delhi Hmm. i was uh, sent to delhi for studies and then i was called back to banaras right. to stay with the family and and back here in banaras i lost touch with everything uh, right. i lost touch with reading i lost touch with uh, writing uh, and it was until my graduation that i was asked to do a part uh, in a theater okay and yeah. i was asked to uh, write the dialogues for it so you know it it sort of felt like uh, you know that story about hanuman ji where he was reminded of his powers and everything yeah, yeah. it sort of happened like that and i used to do this so well and i have got, lost touch with everything so that's where i realized uh, that i should not be chasing numbers i was doing my uh, uh, bcom back then that i should not be chasing numbers i should get into this writing thing yeah. i should be more serious about it and i should write more and i should learn how to write better right. that's exactly uh, when i got into this whole thing and was that then like did your university have uh, an educational track where you could get into writing and storytelling or were you doing this on your own i, I was lucky to have a professor over there who was uh, who had a lot of experience about writing things yeah so yeah i got into uh, you can say that the engine got ignited Right, right right then when i got admission in mass communication 
And so what did you start uh, doing in this? Like, were you, because I know that you were also into filmmaking and, yes, and yes. besides writing and stuff. So where did yes. that, where, how did you get into doing student films and things like that? Yeah, uh, so uh, I used to work with my seniors for theater production and stuff. So they used to keep assistance for their filmmaking projects. Right. They were my seniors. I had no idea back then that I would ever be handling a camera or I would ever be editing stuff. So uh, with my seniors, I used to assist them for their filmmaking thing. And then I thought that, okay, I'll try my luck over here as well. Yeah. And then I got into screenplay writing. So that's the toughest part of a filmmaking process. Once yeah, you're yeah. able to visualize things over here, it's not very difficult to capture it on camera or edit things on a computer. Right, so right. that's how I got into screenplay writing. And, you know, my love for writing and my love for films just uh, found a yeah, synergy yeah. together. And that's how I got into filmmaking. Things. The So what was the first thing that you wrote or made at that point that you were that you showed people and what was their reaction um the first thing that i made i'm a big fan of gulzar yeah so uh my first project on filmmaking about screenplay writing and shooting and everything was this story based uh, on seema it's written by gulzar huh. so uh i made my project on that and it was severely rejected <laughs> Like by the by the professors uh, or by the professors, the, uh, by the, the professors. students as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was a, a poor man's production, so the sound sure. was pathetic and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it got rejected severely, and then I published it on YouTube to see how people react, and somehow people loved it. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know, but yeah. uh, I got good reaction from people that the character they are able to relate to the character and everything. Right. So. That's, yeah. I thought that, okay, I need to do more. I need to do yeah. better. But you, uh, you know, the thing about, I remember I did, I did a film production in, in college as well. And <laughs> uh, we had, we had to make a group film and it mm -hmm. had to be, we were told it would have to be a mockumentary, you okay. know, like the style of the office like that, you know, so it's like <laughs> you have to interview people, mm -hmm. you have to use the outdoors and it has okay. to be a mockumentary. So uh, my group was not that into it. So, and I, me being a control freak, I was like, okay, fine. You know, guys, I'll do everything except the talking. Mm -hmm. I'll do the writing. I'll do the camera. I'll do the direction. Mm -hmm. I'll do everything except the talking and the editing. Cause I didn't know editing at all, but I was like, you know what? I can do the camera. I can do the filming and all of that. I'll do mm -hmm. the direction. I wrote the whole script. And the one thing that happened when we finished the whole thing was that the, I had no idea about lighting. Like mm. lighting was the, like, I was like, oh, I'll never ever do this again because I, none of the scenes matched, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the lighting was, yeah, everything was yeah. off, even though we were using the outdoors. So, mm -hmm. so, you know, the, the sun was there to support us, but clear, but I had figured out a way to make even the sun, like the bad character in the story. Yeah. Oh. But I, I, but I do remember, and I, and I want to know, how it was for you. I remember as soon as I made this thing that, you know, it's still, we still got an A because no one else put in that much effort. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like this was exhilarating. Mm -hmm. I'm not impressed with my own quality of work yet, but I mm -hmm. can't wait to do this again, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
that's the weird thing about you know learning something you yeah, have to you have to allow yourself to fail and at least in your own eyes or in the eyes of sometimes the intellectual peers who are all around you right mm-hmm. so so what was that experience like how did you react to this this new passion that you wanted to pursue were you your in your own way or were you supporting yourself uh right after i received this reaction from people i knew that i'm not meant for handling camera or right. uh, handling editing so i stick myself to screenplay writing right and that's how i started projecting myself that uh, i can write for screen i can write for screenplays and stuff uh, got rejected by five companies uh, while okay. looking for a job <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. uh, but uh, shuruaat was in a very baby uh, stage when i joined it Yeah. So it was there that I had to force myself to learn all the technical aspects. Right. Like you're saying that um creativity is not something that just comes to you. Oh, yes, brilliant idea. Yeah, no, you have yeah. to sleep with it. You have to sleep over it. You have to continuously put yourself into it and do it again and again and again and fail a lot of times to come to something that is really substantial and worthwhile. Right. Right. So then you know let's let's jump into the beginnings of your stint with Shuruart. Mm-hmm. Um how how did you find out about it and what was it that attracted you to it back then? Okay so Shuruart was this company uh that came for internship opportunities into our college. Mm. And um I obviously was like I'm not going to stay local I'm not going to stay in Banaras sure. once yeah. I figure out a job. <laughs> so i just didn't never go uh, for their interviews and stuff yeah uh, and after getting rejected from like five companies it was yeah. a depressing state and <laughs> i was ready to do anything for anyone so i figured out that let's call and ask if the spaces are still available and uh, luckily they had no one so they had nothing to choose from right <laughs> so, uh, i was asked to join as a content producer for them because right. Uh, Shuruat was back then a platform which was trying to give marketing opportunities to uh, tier 2 tier 3 cities visual art students yeah. so there was no point of selling their paintings unless the story goes out sure so yeah. i was asked to bring their stories out through my production skills which yeah. i had done right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's where i had to learn all these things that's yeah. where i had to learn how to ask questions how to make people talk for camera a lot of things that i learned yeah yeah so um and this was you already graduated or were you still finishing your degree okay yeah, yeah yeah so how does and this was how many years ago two years ago two years ago yeah. so you went from an intern mm-hmm. to now running shop right yeah is that i mean for you it must seem like where did the time go of course right but yes how has the how has this 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 platform transformed in in this time and what was the what made you want to you know give it your full time dedication yeah uh, i'm glad you asked this question uh, lakshya uh, back when i joined shuruat we were doing everything yeah we were into international selling we were into uh, storytelling of the students uh and we were doing a lot of things not even knowing that uh, what would take us 
actually there. Right. So I have seen Shuruat transform into something much narrower than it used to be. Hmm. Our focus is now, you know, more. Uh, our focus is narrower in the sense that now we know what we have to do. Right. Now we know this is that this is something that if we will do, we will be reaching over here. Now we are not in that phase ki acha ye bhi try karte hain ye bhi experiment karte hain ye right. bhi try karke dekhte hain kahan pahunchenge we have passed beyond that right. um, that's one thing and secondly uh, we shifted from international selling to domestic selling hmm. because we knew that sitting uh, in an office in banaras it is impossible to sell to international markets yeah. Yeah. unless and until we have some holding uh, in our own country yeah the and when did you take over Uh, uh, six months after my joining. Really? Yeah. It, it, uh, I told you that when I joined Shirovat, it was in the still in baby stage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, eight months uh, since the uh, since the company started. Right. So uh, we were still looking for someone who would uh, travel, who would meet people, who would yeah. tell them what we are doing and pitch in front of them, get their insights and everything. So uh, we were a team of three people back then. Hmm. And. Uh, it was decided that uh, since she is handling the marketing part so she should be the one doing all the communication right she should be the face of the company right right taking the messages uh, everywhere so that's when i took over and how i decided that i want to give this my full time is uh, we organized this exhibition in hyderabad hmm. and we sold one painting and the kind of students that i'm trying to help lakshya are first generation graduates in their families right so this guy calls me up and says uh, uh, didi uh, i i've got the money and i'll be buying a new smartphone for myself yeah quite a big deal uh, yeah, you yeah. know uh, for a small town in banaras for someone to be able to uh, get a, a smartphone on their own right right that's what that was a moment okay i'm doing a terrific thing and i'm not going to leave this Hmm. Uh, unless it reaches uh, somewhere much more substantial, right. unless it becomes sustainable. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure that it's very. It would be very tough to condense this this three year journey into just a few minutes. So let's focus more on the the actual process of what you do. So okay. how does like so? Imagine that I have no idea what you do, artist, right? Uh-huh. Well, how would you describe it to the person first making the content for you? So you uh-huh. you have the artist, uh-huh. and then how do you how would you describe it to the customer? Okay, to the artists uh, and to the customers, we have this common messaging um, that we are trying to generate livelihood for the students of tier two, tier three cities. These are our students of tier two, tier three cities. so how that livelihood can be generated is by selling paintings online through offline exhibitions and digital marketing as you know so uh, 70% of it goes to the students and 30% is kept for the company's maintenance so whatever we do is uh, for helping the students self finance their education uh, most of them come from uh, not very uh, financially strong background even this let's start art initiative that we are doing where we are trying to uh, provide art classes to children the intent is to give a teaching experience to visual art students 
and to help them self-finance their education throughout the year. Now, what have what what story in your head throughout this experience of a particular art student or artist that I mean, besides the one, the first one that you talked about at the exhibition, what have been some of these success stories for you of of what how it's helped these people? Do a couple, you know, pop out in your head? Yeah, the the confidence. Mm. Um, see, these students have never been able to exhibit their works apart from Banaras. Right. Uh, we have helped them to bring out their work out to cities like Delhi or Bombay or Hyderabad. So the confidence that I have seen developing in them that is uh, gratifying. Uh, there's this one girl who came to Gurgaon with me for an exhibition. And uh, she had no idea of how the commute in Delhi works. Mm. Uh, confused about metro all the time yeah. and how, how do the cabs work? How do you uh, get an Ola and everything? And I just pushed her out of the door that just go and roam around the city and then come, yeah. don't come back before 730. <laughs> uh, then, then we'll talk. And then when she came back, she, I had never seen her so happy and so full of confidence. Right. She was like, I feel like that now I can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the confidence uh, in the students have definitely sparked. And it started with that, with that, with them getting the support that you were, that you, what you had in you. Once you leave yeah. the nest, yeah. uh, once you're able to uh, leave your home, your surroundings, and you're able to explore yourself out there with no one to say nice things about you, yeah. I think it's kind of a learning experience as it is. And the, so... Let's talk a little bit about uh, Let's Start Art, right? Mm-hmm. That is something you're doing with with primary schools and, and middle schools and high schools in the same Primary region? schools only. Okay, in so in, in Banaras or other schools, other areas as well? Only in Banaras. Right. We're a very small team. So what, how did, um, how did that come together? Was it, who has been the supporter? Like, is it, is it the parents that are like, were the parents resistant to what is the point of my child making art? Because you know that there mm-hmm. is that mentality that uh, mm-hmm. what is creativity and art going to? How is that going to help them make money mm-hmm. and at this age? You know, what was mm-hmm. that uh, process like for you? The decision of making this initiative and mm-hmm. the reaction to it. Uh, as a startup, uh, back two years ago, we did not had a lot of things on our plate back then. Yeah. So we started this key how the students like it sure, yeah. and uh, the reaction was uh, terrific they loved it for someone who had never even touched a crayon before yeah. for such children to be able to draw something on their own was another experience for the students themselves and of course it was for us right. and the other thing that you're saying uh, the parents questioning that yeah. uh, see that does not happen with the kind of students that we are working with right that's great they are working parents. Yeah, yeah. They have other things to take care of. They are sending their children to school because it is for free. And they want their children to do something with their lives. They want them to be literate. They want yeah. them to be able to handle their lives on their own later mm. on. That's why they are sending them to school. Whatever is happening in the school, they A, do not know how to react to it. Yeah. And B, uh, if the child is happy, they are happy. Yeah. It's like that for them. So very much like working parents of metros, actually. Yeah, yeah. 
beyond um, doing this initiative and the company itself, how are you keeping um, your, because you, you know, you studied, all, you, you're passionate about these things, you're mm-hmm. helping other people, where is your, how are you expressing your own creativity besides the work? What are you doing that, you know, you feel mm-hmm. like positive about it, it's, it brings me my own personal joy, and then mm-hmm. I'm also able to transform that into the work? Yeah. Uh, see the storytelling part. Yeah. So, uh, when you are with children and uh, you are telling them a story, yeah. children are someone who have a mind, uh, attention span of a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Negligible. Okay. Yeah. If you are able to get their attention to what you are saying, making them react how you want them to react and making them to wins or get surprised or something that you want them to that's where you know that your stories are, are yeah. having an impact yeah so i do that by producing documentary films for these children hmm. okay then? i shoot their activities i shoot what they are doing in the classroom uh, and i put it together and then show it to them yeah yeah and that's where i know that i'm doing a good job because i'm having the attention of a <laughs> Seven-year-old or an eight-year-old. Right, right. Okay, yeah, so that's uh, that's my kick in the job. Yeah, the online marketplace aspect of the orders coming in. How mm-hmm. has been the like? Are people actually able to start making a a side income or a full-time income as they're uh, working on this art? Or how is the reaction from the actual creators of the art? the supply chain? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is that oh. helping and that, that has that has uh, not been that we have not been able to make it a very sustainable platform yet mm-hmm. okay uh, we uh, do sell paintings uh, we do sell a lot of paintings throughout the year but that's not something that uh, we can claim that all the 60 students are benefiting from it sure yeah yeah there'll be you know, some that's that something. are selling way more uh-huh, some, some that, that are, are selling way more yeah, some yeah. that are uh, uh, getting way more commission artworks Right. So uh, it's not a very uniform or an even thing that you just join us and you are going to make money like right, crazy. Right. It's not something like that. Yeah, they do need to trust and they do need to spend more time with us uh, to get in there and yeah. get actually money rolling on the board. Yeah. So, yeah, the students have definitely found this to be an important opportunity in terms of being able to... Uh, support their education because when we are talking about education these people are someone who whose father is a landless laborer in some interior parts of Bihar so they are not able to send money to their kids so they are on their own right so this kind of money even like 10,000 bucks a month is helping them take care of their hostel mess fees supplies everything no yeah I think I think it's great and like I was saying, you know, these things are to be able to do this at a student level, just even if you're not able to make a, you know, enough money out of it. The point is that you're getting up, you're getting the feedback, you're getting the environment and you're getting the validation that this is okay. Like you're, exactly. you're going, it's yeah. going to work out for you because there is. And it's the yeah, right path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so the students need to be reminded that a lot that this yeah. is this is ultimately going to benefit them because most of them 
after completing their masters most of them sit for their teaching exams right okay so having this kind of experience uh, on their resume yeah would actually help them mm. to get the job easily absolutely so the the final thing that i like to end with is mm. i like to so like i told you you know the the people that that we have on our platform are mm-hmm. are figuring out what kind of storytellers they want to be their writers their poets their artists what mm-hmm. do you um imagine that you know someone like you uh, who has your personality uh, you know is is you know 15 16 right now what kind of yeah. piece of wisdom or advice do you have for this person as he or she is trying to figure out how they want to express their creativity ah uh, this this simple rule that i have figured out write 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 and write and write and write write as much as you can about anything you want to you are watching movies write about it at the end of watching a movie you are right. you have finished a book write about it you have had an experience just write about it see at the end of it any storytelling goes well only if you have written well once you have written well everything else is just you know just needs to be executed yeah if yeah. it's not on paper it's not going to happen that's yeah. that's one rule that i go by uh, i write for everything even before taking pictures if i'm going somewhere yeah. i need to write down that what i'm going to look for in that place <laughs>